listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. All my life I want money and power, respect my mind or die from lead shower. Pray my dick get big as the Eiffel Tower so I can fuck the world for 72 hours. God damn, I feel amazing. Damn, I'm in the matrix. My mind is living on cloud nine and it's nine. It's never on vacation. Start off that Maserati and vroom, vroom, I'm racing. Popping pills in the lobby and I pray they don't find a negative. I pray you niggas is hating. Judas go after Judas. Jesus Christ, if I live life on my knees, ain't no need to do this. Park it in front of Ludus. Next to that church is chicken. All you pussies are losers. All my niggas is winning. Slamming. All my life I won't money and power respect my mind or die from lead shower i pray my dick get big as the eiffel tower so i can fuck the world for 72 hours god damn mm-hmm. i'm sorry <laughs> i love right. that song god damn i got bitches damn i got bitches damn i got bitches wifey girlfriend and mistress all i <laughs> anyway hey welcome to the black out tips podcast uh um you you guys can find us on itunes stitcher i think you guys already know that if you're listening mm-hmm. uh you can also find us on crowdcast.io if you want to lo- watch us live um play music and sing along and shit for like 30 minutes or so before we start each show mm-hmm. uh the official weapon of the show is taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme 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 uh also on itunes if you leave us five star reviews we read them on the show as long as they're nice so do that because we only got one last week come on guys it's christmas give us a christmas present you've been listening to the show all year all year long some of y'all been bumming off the show for six seven years can you at least leave us a little christmas present a little five-star review okay it's absolutely free don't try no it don't cost you nothing don't it don't it costs you nothing pay me no mind okay um also i'll add this too if you are a person that has your own platform whether it's social media whether you write for someone whether you have uh podcast of your own whether you have um whatever uh black podcast podcast held by people of color podcast held by marginalized groups of people um they could all use your support uh by spreading the word you know um not every show is lucky enough or you know whatever to have the backing of some of these major media corporations so um if you guys uh are you know somewhere where you think you can help uh spread the word man you know whether it's your social media platforms or whatever if you write for somebody i mean we got so many hits off of just being at ebony.com mm-hmm. um you know uh, all these things help uh when people do you know these hashtags and they talk about different shows and they recommend stuff if you have a blog and you make a list of shows and stuff uh not only is it good for us it's also good for the people who write about it because our listeners will go read that piece they'll spread that piece you know these milestones are celebrated for the shows and it's about the end of the year which means a lot of people are going to be writing there these are the podcasts you need to listen to these are the black podcasts you need to listen to podcast of 2016 or whatever you know list that they do yeah and i implore people that if they if you listen to this show um that means you definitely know of other shows Mm -hmm. um don't just go by the top 10 on itunes or whatever the fuck that everybody else is going to put in their list um branch out find some stuff i don't even care if you don't list us i just think it's important to list uh some alternatives because every podcast list looks like the same five or six shows yeah like nobody else exists yeah you know and i understand that things get clickish and there's all this kind of shit but you know we try to spread the love around here and i hope that people um 
you know um on whatever platforms they have i hope they spread the love too me too um all right so uh with no further ado this show is sponsored it's brought to you by shadow dog productions uh they have an album uh it's an audio play album with me and karen on it's called sunspot and other ratchetness mm-hmm. um and they want you guys to go buy it okay it's on amazon it's on itunes uh just sunspot and other ratchetness you can just search it or you can search my name um because it'll come up um and if you do like it if you buy it leave it a five-star review on itunes or or, or amazon and uh it like i said it helps the show out where you got to be silly do some acting do some voices mm-hmm. you know a bunch of silly stuff that you know you guys will probably enjoy um uh so please do that uh we're also brought to you by bevel of course bevel is the first and only shaving system designed for people with uh specifically with coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps Check out getbevel.com slash tbgwt and you can get your first month free. Okay? I mean, it can't get more closer to Christmas than this right here. Okay, guys? Uh, so make sure you guys do that. Getbevel.com, G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L.com slash tbgwt. Uh, so yeah, hopefully you guys will do that because, uh, like I said, helps the show out tremendously uh when you guys support our sponsors and when you support our sponsors i mean you get something for yourself really so you know it's really no excuse not to do it you know i think they make great gifts too you know put it under the christmas tree um and all that stuff as well um all right let's see what all do we want to talk about oh went bowling last night for my mom's birthday that was fun it was fun i never go bowling uh in my free time um it was uh it was a lot it was it was fun uh i think we played like three rounds we had like nine or ten people mm-hmm. um so the whole family was getting into it my aunt sharon almost killed everybody with the bowling ball yes she did because uh the ball went backwards uh so when she reached back it just came towards everybody but uh we had fun man i i did have a couple one thing is um one bowling is tough on your wrist for one yes, like yes my wrist ain't felt like that since i discovered vanessa del rio it was just so sore last night um and then the other part is why do they serve finger foods at the bowling alley it's the only thing they serve it's like fries wings nachos yeah because they assume most of them ain't coming in for a full-fledged meal your hand is on a motherfucking dirty ball that's been rolling on the floor all damn day though correct is it's disgusting if you think about it they should only serve like protein shakes or something i don't know what they should serve but it shouldn't be nothing you gotta touch because that's gross like doesn't make me want fries less than knowing somebody's dirty bowling ball fingers been all up in the fries it's just like you know what <laughs> you know i'll just and, i'll go without tonight yeah and the first bowling alley uh that they were going to go to uh it's they jumping at the club very few people bowl most people drink and eat them finger foods you know because that whole little strip is like a club strip you know it's like a bunch of uh my uh, not bombs a bunch of bars so it's like a bar strip so the bowling alley kind of is a substitute slash bar it wouldn't surprise me if they make more money off of food and drinks than they do off of fucking people bowling at that particular bowling alley i don't know i've never been inside honestly i can't even remember if i've been inside it wasn't like a weekday or something because it, it is you can't even park over there but um 
the other thing too that was weird about uh oh and i'm, I'm not a good bowler guys just in mm-hmm. case i'm terrible yeah don't let this gut fool you i mm-hmm. suck i suck at, at bowling i um, I didn't even cross a hundred. I did. I did make it into second place by the end. You know, I was uh second in a. I think we played three rounds or whatever. Is that what they call three games? We played three games, and uh I did come in second at the end with like a hundred and something points. So that was cool. Yeah. Um, but in general, I'm pretty fucking terrible. Yeah, we had these two girls next to us that were like professional league yeah, like semi pros, almost like John. They were killing it. Them girls, it was like two. It was like one on the left and one on the right. Their whole like ten, you know, like ten rounds, outpaced our whole entire group combined. Yeah, we like, was just trying to beat them. Right, and as, it, even combined points, they was like, Mm-mm, they yeah. still beat you. Yeah, but it was fun though. We had a good time um and that's really what what matters the most oh yeah um, we had a real good time people uh they was trying to uh stump the ball in the right direction pray the ball in the right direction. it didn't work it didn't work we was all just terrible and just having a good time yeah being able to laugh at yourself and you know that's kind of one of the things i love about my family is that we can just like have a good time clowning around and laugh at ourselves and shit so it was just everybody laughing at how terrible we all were at bowling which oh, was uh gosh. which is a, a good time man um all right another thing i was thinking about uh we went to the movies we saw rogue one yes it was great i loved it it was everything i want to actually go back and see it again um you know so i'm probably gonna go back and see it uh it was weird because like it's not the kind it wasn't like star wars episode seven for me Mm -mm. uh the force awakens where i knew immediately like i'm going to see this in the theater more and more and more times rogue one was a movie where i left and was like i don't know if i I just want to own that on blu-ray and watch it in my house and uh the more i thought about the movie the more i was just like oh yeah that part was dope oh yeah that part was dope i won't see this shit again so Mm -hmm yeah I, uh, when it ended i was like i I definitely would like to see it in the theater because it's something about the theater experience um i feel bad for people and i'm, and I'm a, you know i ain't trying to throw no shade but i feel bad for people that don't see movies in the movie theaters at all like they only watch movies on their television you miss so much shit because there's certain things in movies that are really meant to be watched in uh 800 inch screen movie theater like that's the only way that they're meant i know that don't make no sense what i just said uh that's the only way they're meant to be seen um on a big ass wide 800 inch screen in the movie theater that's what i meant to say and i know they're not 800 inches don't please don't email me and tell me the 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 the, the um you double down on the 800 inch you know <laughs> you know the kind of stupid emails we gonna get now and you still double down on 800 inches yep because i can mm-hmm. um they're only meant to be watched on big ass screens and and hd and hdi max sometimes to depend on the movie uh so i really loved it was certain things that happened where you go oh this is why i paid the extra two dollars for the 3d glasses yeah i enjoyed it and i actually hope we get a darth vader solo film next because yes. it was that fun but um in the previews they had a lot of good previews spider-man fast and furious uh in out of space whatever the fuck they doing um and then uh transformers had a trailer you guys know how i feel about those films i love those films mm-hmm. um and i realized uh this time sir anthony hopkins is in it and if sir anthony hopkins is in it 
if he isn't too good to be in transformers then i'm not too good to be in the theater to watch his masterful performance okay that is sir (laughs) anthony (laughs) hopkins and you will put respect upon his name and i know i will so i'll be there so y'all can be snobs if y'all want to but you ain't better than sir anthony hopkins so oh, yeah i was going to see that no matter what like i i, I feel how you want to feel about the transforming movies i was like oh it's gonna be flames and i'm here yeah i also saw a preview for a movie um where's i think it's called split oh and also before okay. we move on no mind sorry uh for those of you that uh see the the movie for transformers and get hype and know you hated all the other one quit watching them shits that's all i want to say just just quit watching the shit just 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 stop watching you ain't gonna like this one because you ain't like the other six or seven nah at this point i want y'all to come watch it with me i like it i like that y'all don't like it and y'all can't stop yourselves because secretly y'all do like them big ass robots I mean, you got to because you don't know but you just keep coming back at this point the complaints are funny to me and i hope y'all keep going um hey maybe they'll get it right this time guys right mm-hmm talk yourself into it uh yeah i think it was it was either by tone on uh twitter he was like i hate all these movies and i will be in the theater to watch this one too <laughs> can't help myself I'm like i feel you dog keep it real um so uh yeah also uh so i saw the preview for this movie split and it looks like somebody abducts uh, uh someone kidnaps like three girls three white young white girls and puts him in an underground bunker oh, i don't want to see that and it's the dude that plays uh charles xavier um from the x-men and he's uh got a whole bunch of split personalities mm-hmm. and he's keeping them hostage and they don't know which personality is which and shit um and it's funny because at the end of the preview it's like by m night Shyamalan and i was like yo we've gotten to the point where the twist in the m night Shyamalan movie is that he directed it like that's the twist is like did you enjoy that trailer yeah m night did it what oh shit oh i can't see this like <laughs> that, that's exactly how i go i see m night Shyamalan. i'm like nah i'm not watching that Mm-mm. Nah, i'm watching that movie at all like that's the damn that's so sad man his brand is so bad now that it's just like oh he did it oh man Mm-mm. we can't tell nobody that part to the end of the trailer that's we need right. to let them watch two minutes of this and be like i think i can i think i could watch this and then right when they get ready to do it, it's like from the man that brought you the sixth sense wait a minute wait a minute i've been tricked <laughs> that's how i feel son i know who made that uh so that's that's pretty funny um uh another just random thought i had too um this is apropos of nothing uh i think i was looking at a picture of some women in church and i was thinking um i feel like pimps for the players ball and stuff like that and Mm -hmm. old black church women shop at the same section of the hat store they do because those hats be so fucking simple it's like the feathers sequins all kinds of like straps and scarf shit all over the hat Mm -hmm. it's got to be like in the same store in the same department it's no way it's two stores that sell different like oh pimp hat church hat it's got to be right next to each other oh yeah oh yeah especially when you get really really fancy they start having bowls and uh flowers and yeah and on the low my mama got them hats i quit buying my mama church hats oh uh, i think for her birthday i was like yeah i'm gonna buy my mama a hat no it's christmas something like that i was like i'm gonna buy my mama a hat and when i went to go give her a hat 
I ended up having to take it back because I don't know the the hat. Um, I'm not of the the church hat uh culture, so I didn't know there was such thing as spring hats and summer hats and fall hats. You know, cause some made out of straw, some a little thicker, some made out of wool, and them hats can be very very expensive. You know, and you get them, and depending on where you go, you get it in the same thing. They so precious, they, they you get them in the cake box. I don't know if y'all had like the big ass mm-hmm. cake box where they put the put the four five tail layer cake. That's what you get these hats in for those of you that don't know because they're so precious. They they got to be in the cake. You you can't be having you know the elements affect your hat when mm-hmm. you ain't going to church. So I agree. I, I think that's what I'm thinking anyway. Uh, another random thought. You guys probably haven't thought of this in a while. Um, fuck happened with Jill Stein and all that money, y'all. It got quiet, didn't it? What happened? Anybody know what happened with uh, Jill Stein and all that money? <laughs> she was like, "We gonna have a recount. It's gonna be me recounting these dollars, bitch." I feel like she is just somewhere, just just rich as fuck, just uh, paying off her debt yeah I, I mean like maybe stacking uh for the next uh four years when she after she ain't been doing shit yeah she's just stacking or something right now because uh yeah i i mean what happened you know like it's it's just she's just someone like where them dollars at where them dollars at everybody was so gung-ho about that recount thinking it was gonna save the election and i just been reading story after story just like it ain't gonna happen y'all don't look like it's good y'all jill stein withdraws record thing mm-hmm. uh just inauguration getting closer and closer what happened to the money though because mm, a lot of people gave a lot of money y'all was all up in uh hillary clinton pockets for them them them, them dividends and them the, what about the clinton foundation y'all was all up in her pockets what the fuck where Jill Stein? Where the money go, Jill Stein? I just want to know where the money at. Is it just like sitting under your bouch somewhere? Like where are the dollars? <laughs> oh shit, man! I, I, that's why I think we should start a party exclusively for black people. Because it's obviously you can't depend on none of these white people to help us. I think that's been made it plain by the fact that we have this. um you know the results that we have and a lot of black people weren't excited about this election uh so i think we should start just a black party now we won't win shit it's only 13 percent of us and not enough white people gonna join in of course but um at least we'll have our own party i think we should call it uh the collard green party ah (laughs) the black eyed peas party no just the collard green party Mm -mm. they got the green party and then the collard green party and our shit gonna be lit like all our, our shit gonna be lit all our events gonna be better all the food mm-hmm. at our events gonna be better yeah it's gonna be greens and hot sauce and all the, greens and vinegar all the entertainment at our events gonna be better yes our celebrity endorsements gonna be uh on fleek as they used to say in 2015 yes it is uh it, like it's gonna be a lot of a lot it's gonna feel a lot better it's gonna be like dj Khaled gonna be our speakers and shit at our, at our mm-hmm. opening events anthony hamilton gonna sing right you know you know a dnc and the rnc they had a thing with the 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 gcnc mm. you know we're gonna be partying the gcnc gonna, they gonna be like, I off smell the, the food already you're gonna be able to smell the food when you get to the convention center yeah ah! another thing i have to admit 
um today uh dj Khaled. uh you finally got me dog what happened i caved i'm i'm all in on dj Khaled being an adorable cornball and i can't pretend not to love everything he does anymore uh, fuck Uh-oh. it uh, i was trying to hold out and just be like this corny ass nigga but then he had that little baby and started taking pictures Ain't with that baby precious start taking pictures with other hip-hop people i mean he even got future to take a picture with a baby we all know how impossible that is that's ciara come on and yet he made it happen and you know what i'm gonna stop i'm gonna stop fighting it man i wanted to diss him or just ignore it the whole people go away he can't. He everywhere. but he's too positive it's not even that he's everywhere it's just he's too positive of an influence for me to pretend like he's not out here doing good work man mm-hmm. and another one and another one i'm here for it all right so i don't know if he says the n-word or not because i don't really listen to his music like that but he probably do and you know what it's fine yeah you smart you can, you can have it you can have it buddy you make me feel good i'm I not gonna fight it no more Mm-mm-mm. yeah he good snapchat follow Mm-hmm. well i say this too though speaking of non-black people saying stuff about race um is it i don't know if you guys play basketball if you play pickup basketball you play with if you ever play with white people um it, whenever a white dude no matter how cool i am with this dude whenever a white dude says uh as like an accolade to a black player when they like scoring on the court or doing something good whenever they say like good shot boy or let's you know let's go boy part of me always it feel like the a twinge of racism like the record is skipping like the needle just skipped on a record because i can't separate white people saying boy to the black people yeah you know and i can't help it like and it's not and it's only just a twinge it's not like i stopped the game and be like hold up hold up you ain't gonna call me boy it's nothing it's not dramatic but it's just a little like i have to remind myself like it's cool mt's cool he's been down your house y'all you know y'all y'all went to the store together everything's y'all work together y'all this isn't about that but in my mind it just turns into motherfucking a time to kill (laughs) every time i hear that shit it don't it don't bother uh, me the only time i only time it bothers me is uh in context like like to me is how it's being used like situation like that i don't think twice about it because you know it's one of those things where uh it's probably just second nature for them just that like that's just kind of just what people do and say i've still heard black people talk about like that in that format but i do understand what you're saying i think for me if you say boy and it's in a certain scenario yes i will get mad because i know there's racism behind it but 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 overall i think i look at each situation differently it's probably my like i don't know i feel like it's just a blanket catch-all for me because yeah, I, I mean maybe it's because i'm a black dude right. and boy has always been historically has been a pejorative term to like de uh humanize black men and and say like you're a boy you're not on my level you're not a man i don't have to right. respect you but every fucking time i mean it could be a positive you know like hey good good pass boy right and i say it too like i say boy to black people all the time i right. say it to white people it never bothers me the other way if i'm like let's go boy because i'm like obviously you my boy we homies we cool right but white people don't even really you know like when white dudes say it i'm just like fuck you mean boy cracker then i'm like oh, oh lord why, why am i saying that to this dude he was at my wedding or whatever you know like it's just 
you can't help it man i don't mm-hmm. know it's a, it's a harsh wish to turn off ra- racism is evil man just yeah, it it's poison so much i feel like it'll fuck you up racism makes black people aware of like we keep up with what white people are into and saying and what their culture is about mm-hmm. but we keep up with it the same way that like a a gazelle keeps up with what lines are up to like it's not right. really a genuine interest for me like i'm just like what are white people mad about mm, all right yeah what's, mm-hmm. yeah what's the new phrase they calling us for the day so i know whatever that phrase is i know oh so we mondays now oh okay so that's yeah, that's what they okay. call us like i don't know and i find out out from, from from the cool kids on twitter i don't know what the fuck they what the fucking yeah. slang is like i can't really say that i love their culture because i'm only out for self-protection i'm just like mm, okay so this is the new website y'all on okay let me check this out mm, that's how the racism's gonna spread mm-hmm. uh all right last random thought then we can get into some news okay guys um did y'all grow up with halloween with the uh the myth you know uh, you gotta get your candy take it to y'all make sure you take your candy down to the x-ray place or you know be careful when you open this candy and then the big one you know they put razor blades in apples mm-hmm. so you do remember this can mm-hmm. um that has to be a myth because if you put razor blades in apples everybody would know which house that was because we will all remember the house that gave us fucking apples as kids that house is never cool it's not like it's not like every house gave out apples if there's only one dick in the neighborhood that would be like you know what i'm gonna give these kids apples this year they need to be healthy you know what we would just throw it would just be apples on the side of the street because no one would eat that shit no one would get bitten uh no one would bite into a razor blade apple because we wouldn't bite into an apple that we got on candy night it's candy night it's not healthy snack night what the fuck you get one night a year to give people candy and you want to do some bullshit get the fuck out of here yeah and you, and you would re- you would recognize that house because not only would you get apple you would get apple and dental floss yeah it, well that's how it's it's got to be a lie it's got to yes. be there's uh, there's no house that would do that you know and if it was it's only one house like that motherfucker will get caught within seconds it will, yo uh don't go to their house they obviously giving out razor blades and apples who the fuck wants you know if you really want to fuck these kids up and i'm not saying you should but you put a razor blade in a three musketeers bar or something right i mean obviously ah! obviously you're gonna put it in some candy like if you're really trying to fuck these kids up you know you put it in something that everybody's gonna get you know you don't put it in the, the bullshit that everybody's gonna remember oh don't go to miss johnson house she giving out fucking pears you're like no no ah! who came up with that myth that is stupid I it's know. easily debunked very oh what a dumbass myth I, I thought about that the other day and got mad anyway uh all right let's tell you one thing mm-hmm. the hospital would be mad if all these parents showed up wasting their time fucking x-ray and candy they'd be like look we got real x-rays to be doing x-ray no goddamn candy well they might do that now back then that's how they used to just give away x-rays y'all can y'all remember a time when they just like hmm let's x-ray candy for the kids now they'll be like yeah, uh, you, ma'am man. that is seven thousand dollars per x-ray yes sir uh and uh since we gave you that pudding cup that's an extra 50 come on uh and it's not covered by obamacare this is a pre-existing condition of candy Mm-mm. Mm-mm. and it's not covered under your diabetes nope no copay mm-hmm. and we want our money now uh <laughs> all right so let's get into his news um charleston church shooter dylan roof was found guilty 
uh of murdering nine black parishioners in his race war that he tried to start on his own um and now he has to uh they have to do sentencing so he's gonna beg for his life or um get to get that death penalty or maybe maybe do both you know it's it's weird because i did see people kind of celebrating it and it's i understand but that just it's such a sad statement about society that people have to be like oh so if you kill nine church going innocent black people in cold blood in a perfect quote-unquote scenario because they was in church you know so it's like all right come on dog right yeah this this country will convict you of murder Woo! thank goodness we found the we found the line you know because that's just how how much we're used to just being like um no we do not think that was murder you know um and thank god he wasn't wearing a badge right he might, he, who knows what would have happened but uh yeah he he tried at first he wanted to defend himself yeah he had a lawyer got rid of him tried to defend himself realized that shit was hard was like hey let me get my lawyer back Mm-mm. yeah go to jail so but yeah um, hope he gets the death penalty i don't give a fuck um and ultimately i don't think it in the aggregate is gonna make much of a difference but uh i don't know i just don't want to be on the planet with him um let's see what else happened oh a new jersey state trooper got suspended for pulling over women and asking them out and then covering it up Mm -hmm. so he went writing tickets he was just pulling them over pulling them over he was suspended without pay after an internal investigation revealed that he was pulling over women to ask them out on dates and then tampering with police records to cover it up. Mm-hmm. 37-year-old Marquise Prather. Oh, Jesus. Oh, they don't even have his picture here, but Black. come on. Oh, God. Come on, buddy. Buddy. Can't be harassing people. It's scary enough driving as a woman as is. Yeah, that's always... Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, Marquise. Oh, he's of course Mm-mm-mm. anyway i mean come on I ain't no white marquises anyway uh he was arrested friday on charges of third degree tampering with public records and fourth degree falsifying and tampering with records he was released without bond according to officials of state police uh office or professional standards launched an investigation into prather after several women complained about his behavior on the road that investigation uncovered a pattern of pulling women over between the ages of 20 and 35 and soliciting them to go on a date with him and give them his phone give him their phone numbers um yeah and keep in mind you asking for somebody's phone number and they're probably thinking or go to jail right because you got my address motherfuckers don't like everything about me comes up in the goddamn system so if i say no you can stalk me you can harass me all because you got my information right i get a ticket if i say no right um uh he allegedly turned off his wireless microphone during his interactions with women and then falsely reported that the device had malfunction it just happened to keep malfunctioning every time you see a pretty woman uh the state trooper also accused a line about the gender of the drivers he pulled over in state police computer logs to cover up the fact that he was targeting young women aside from the women who came forward with complaints about him state authorities were able to also identify others during the investigation who had also been pulled over by prather and who gave statements outlining similar alleged conduct so there you guys go 
you got, got s- these malfunctions right mm-hmm. do you know how fast you were going because uh <laughs> i like to slow that ass down if you know what i'm saying nope okay all right you know you gave a failure to signal your number uh, and i'm gonna have to send you to a hot date i know that shit was so corny <laughs> uh we got an officer down because i like to go down on you girl <laughs> you know it was whack it was whack as shit and the thing is like you say you threatening with fucking jail time by trumping up the charges or some other bullshit i mean even if you not that's how they feel right it's implied right i mean yes, it is implied. even if you just pull me over as a fucking police officer and i wasn't doing anything wrong and you just like hey uh so look i just saw you driving i thought maybe i should get your number i'm sitting up here like nigga i'll give you i'll give uh, me right i'll give you my number if you a cop and you just pull me the fuck over like hey nigga I like that beer and i seen you was driving up <laughs> hey man look 704 uh <laughs> write it down am i gonna get a ticket for this uh, uh i like to pay for your drink tickets hey whatever brother just put it down just i just want to go home and i'm gonna put your phone number on block and then if you drive that route every day right if it's your way to work and i guarantee you it was it was he probably had watched these people go up and down certain areas because he probably knew that this was the way they were traveling. I don't think he randomly pulled people up. I think he probably targeted people in advance. It's probably their way to work, their way home. Maybe they way they go to the grocery. Like, it was somewhere where it was a, a, a areas that they frequently traveled. It had to be. He didn't know it was randomly, oh, I'm going to, I don't believe it was randomly, oh, I'm just going to pick you today. It might have been every now and then, but most of those women, he probably knew certain routes that they traveled yeah that's scary man right now i gotta take the long way to work because officer mc mc mclovin over here trying to get my digits uh speaking of double digits minimum wage protest ends in 23 arrest nearly two dozen people were arrested in yiber i don't know how you pronounce it. y-b-o-r city yiber yiber iber now i gotta search how the fuck this is pronounced because i can't live in a world where i don't know how to say whatever the fuck this is uh they don't have a see how to oh there we go how to pronounce y-b-o-r um okay Mm, sorry guys I, i have to know my thirst for knowledge never stops Oh, Ebor. That's how you pronounce that? Yeah, that was some people in chat. All right, Ebor. All right. Anyway, in Ebor City, Tuesday night, after a demonstration aimed at raising the minimum wage, workers said the current minimum wage ain't enough and they like it to be raised to $15 an hour. Uh, I don't have enough money to for a light in the water bill, said protester Gail Rogers, who, you know, everybody has trials and tribulations, and I've been at that stage. But now I need more money for my cost of living. I need $15 in a union. They held a fight for 15 rally in Centennial Park in Ebor City. Protesters began, uh, I guess, marching in Centennial Park about 5 p.m., headed towards 7th Avenue. Then they marched to 22nd Street. According to police, the demonstrators turned west to 21st Street. And it was there that many sat down, blocking the road. 
tampa police asked them several times to move for safety reasons most of the demonstrators moved to the sidewalk but police said 23 didn't those individuals were arrested whether you put us in jail or do something more great to us we won't let the president and people in power oh we want to let the president and the people in power know that we're not going to accept this kind of injustice and racism said bishop chuck lee who was one of the protesters who was arrested i think the only way we can effectively let them know is by taking it to the streets no one resisted arrest and police said there was no violence demonstrators who were arrested were released immediately with a notice to appear in court rogers said she has no regrets about it i'm not ashamed said rogers i will sleep this fine and i'm going to go to work tomorrow and do my regular duties for 755 or whatever the fuck else right. that people can't That's make a living no on. money you can't live off of that yep can't make a living uh kanye west protege lupe fiasco is officially saying well this is what he's saying okay Okay. he's saying this okay he is officially saying that he is no longer making music anymore after being accused of anti-semitism we'll see Mm -hmm. we will see he basically said look Y'all, and who was asking for it? I, I mean, that's my question. Who, who are these people going? I can't wait for the next hot Lupe Fiasco album. Yep. Well, Kanye West is out there meeting Donald Trump. Um, with I think Jim Brown was there. Uh, who else? Somebody else is there. Ray Lewis was there. Billy D. Williams from Undercover Brother was there. Um, it was just a lot of. It was it was a, a lot of people up in there anyway lupe fiasco took to twitter on tuesday to announce that he was not releasing any more music for his and his upcoming three albums are canceled his label would probably be like he, he gonna be in lupe again don't worry he'll be back right because like, you got an obligation you're gonna you're gonna pay us for the albums you know the, the money we're gonna lose he was accused of anti-semitism based off of content from a freestyle that he released uh earlier this week he also claimed that his song was taken off soundcloud for hate speech but actually it's still up and streaming so what the fuck ha ha what lupe can't get nothing right just why brother what happened you used to be so beautiful did he though oh my god pop cola indeed indeed what they say what they say yeah too many best rappers, not enough best rhymes though. Guess I'm delusional, used to doing it all the time. So maybe I'm just jaded, out of touch, and unrelated, unable to connect greatness based on the person who makes it. Or maybe I just hate it, and that would make me hater. Maybe it is great, but that don't mean it's greater. Having your profile raised doesn't make you a razor. Being ambiguous with assertions isn't making you safer. What you mean though? Line us up, paddle us on the back like we steamboat. You president of the frat, you gon' sling toast like you ring gold. And you think Doc Holiday's just gonna tolerate and too sick to let that thing go? <clears throat> it's just a matter of returns. Ashes to ashes, scatter them from the urns. To start a fire shaky, to gather them from the burn. Then reassemble these ashes to blackness is something firm. Then moving blackness backwards in the bread is some other shit. Any deep, we spreading wheat seeds from a bucket shit. McDonald had a farm and he loving it. Rolls Royce of the scenting voice against the arms of the government. Artists getting robbed for they publishing by dirty Jewish execs who think that it's arms from the covenant. I retire when I'm tired. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll see. Mm. Mm, ain't gonna go for that. Yeah, you can't. Come on, Lupe. 
not unless you male given give uh male Gibson, you can't do that. Yeah, that's uh, you just I know you, you thought you could do it. You thought you could get away with it, you thought you could just say that, but Look, I told you I wasn't stepping to. I ain't disrespecting you, son. You want it to be one way. What? You want it to be one way. Man, I don't you want know it what to you... be one Man, way. Man, stop! Stop saying that. But it's the other way. It's the other way, dog. You cannot be out here talking about no dirty, what, greedy Jewish execs and be like, oh, yeah, it's cool, though. Buy my album. I'm like, nigga, who you think you are to coop? Um, ah! Anyway, he then went on Twitter and was pouting about it. I get the hint, guy. Lupe fans has been fun. I hope you had fun. I'm officially not releasing any more music. Albums canceled. Getting beat up for Tell the Truth is not how I plan on spending the rest of my life. Uh, you know, keep in mind that um, they did not even take the freestyle down. So, I, I don't know what's going on with that guy. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Um, but hey, good for you, buddy. Good for you. Um. Oh, here's some uh, terrible, terrible news. Uh, Lady Gaga agreed to do an interview with Pierce Morgan after he questioned her PTSD about rape. Twenty sixteen, year to troll, right? I mean, pretty much a lot of people troll themselves into prominence. I mean, it's a lot of people that probably deserve an audience. Uh, not deserve, but are more deserving of an audience with lady gaga you know especially someone that's going to talk to her about something as sensitive as uh her her sexual assault and this guy just basically trolls her into going on his show uh he called her ptsd claims vain glorious nonsense and claimed outrage that she would use this to promote herself um and that it's like you know if you meet him face to face and talk about it he's it's not like he's going to be different and this is that this is that empathy troll shit i talked about with charlamagne tommy loren a lot of people feel like i can i am going to be the person to talk to them and especially when they're using like certain like you know when it comes to racism a lot of black people want to be the person that engages these people and gets them to see the light a lot of black people want that uh because we've been conditioned to seek white approval uh women do this all the time where they like there are men who are just absolutely not deserving of an audience with you you've studied and gone to school and read books about you know feminism and black women in history and then this nigga just gets a twitter account and is like um black feminism tearing apart the black family why y'all always bringing up interpartner violence why y'all gotta be bringing up that black men be beating black women isn't it really your ideas that's tearing the family up and that person should not really be given any country they really don't need to be replied to they're not gonna see your point of view they're not gonna ever they've read zero anything they right. follow zero women they don't absorb anything in these conversations but because you know we're conditioned that well men have the opinions that need to be reason and bargain with people end up engaging these dudes so it's kind of like that where 
these people aren't worth the time they're the brand especially the people that make money off of it like a nigga on twitter i can kind of understand because it's like well maybe you know this nigga got five followers or whatever but maybe i can get him to see the light you know maybe he really doesn't understand pierce morgan understands he get he want to get rich off of it like the brand is i don't understand and i say ignorant shit and then you come on and fight about it and i never ever ever back off i never change my mind nothing can possibly make me think i say insensitive shit and that's why people watch my show like they wouldn't watch the reasonable show that you want like the show where pierce morgan comes out and goes i was wrong um and it was really harmful for me to say that and all the women out there that have been sexually assaulted that that see me talk like that that's it's bad for the nah he's never gonna come around Mm-mm. and nigga you don't belong here you're not even from america but you constantly control i mean uh trolling americans yeah she uh revealed that she faced faces ptsd on a segment uh for today in which she vi- visited the ali forney center for homeless lgbtq youth in new york she followed that up with a letter posted on her born this way foundation website elaborating on the disorder most recently she thanked madonna and her brave and strong billboard women in music acceptance speech which touched on issues of feminism misogyny and more uh morgan meanwhile wasn't buying any of it first he responded to gaga's ptsd claims asserting it was vainglorious nonsense and claiming outrage that she would use this to quote-unquote promote herself he went on to state that gaga and madonna's allegations of rape are simply that since they did not file any police reports um yeah i guess he's moved on from trolling black people that much because apparently it's not picking up anymore Mm-mm, it's not we 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 not the hot shit because we ain't got a black president no more so obviously forget about the niggas. oh no, no 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 hold up hold up he does it oh yeah i'm saying it don't get it uh, i've seen i've seen articles where i just went i'm not covering that because uh, like it okay. used to trend on twitter when he did yes it, it did now he does it and i'm assuming it's mo- he's moved on to bigger and better fashion because it's just not trend he's you know he like came for beyonce and shit right. and now it just seems like people are like over it like right. okay whatever nigga right you know like descending down from mount ashy just to fucking <laughs> to give a decree on this shit um the interview hasn't officially been announced yet i think they actually did the interview if i'm not mistaken but um matter of fact let me search i think they actually did the interview um but it just felt it felt and this isn't me saying this is what this is what um lady gaga needs to do is this is literally just me saying um it still feels sad can i say that without having right like i'm not telling her what to do and if she wants to go do that that's fine Mm -hmm. it just feels like these trolls keep winning because they say harmful ignorant shit and then they get rewarded with everyone kind of coming to them to convince them of their wrong ways but they would have never said the shit in the first place if it was actually not harmful like it's just what they do and and a guy like pierce morgan is known this is his brand um tommy lauren she's known this is her brand like there's they're never if they start being convinced uh to see reason then they actually start hurting their own pockets and i can't see these kind of people ever hurting their own call hurting their own money for us for Mm -hmm. you know even if it was the quote-unquote right thing to do i just can't see them being like you know what um yeah i'm gonna go ahead and stop being like this so that's just my opinion though guys um 
so I, and i you know if the interview goes through they goes through but i kind of hope it does it because i don't think victims should have to prove their humanity to people like pierce morgan i no, just they, they shouldn't you know i just don't think they should have to and there's gonna always be people like him in the world and whether you step to him or not he's just gonna exist and that's kind of you know that's the lesson i kind of got from a lot of the shit with tommy lauren where i was like well maybe this is what people say they want a conversation i don't think it'll be fruitful i've given up on these conversations but at the same time i want to allow that people are going to be optimistic i just can't you know i'm just not that optimistic anymore and there's more than one approach to it but it's so it's sad because it feels like they're winning they're the people that get the tv shows they're the people that get the platforms dispute this vile nonsense and their and their bank account just keep winning and then people that try to do these more inclusive more intersectional shows um that's the people that are always fucking fighting just to stay on the air yes sir you know i don't know what it says about the world that you know the winners are the trumps you know what i mean um salt lake city uh utah lawmaker is uh wants to require that all evidence kits police collect after a sexual assault be tested to catalog and compare the perpetrator's dna against other rapes here's a here's a newsflash it wasn't happening already right right yeah so so everyone we do is a one-off we we all run it to see if this person has had a pattern of other rapes if they test them right if they test them right of, yeah they got warehouses of shit and shit right. you know they be like well if we don't test them in 10 or 20 years burn the shit yeah a lot of kids get destroyed before you know what a log and shit because they somewhere where they ain't supposed to be they're not properly uh uh in a proper uh holding facility right um so yeah uh salt lake city democratic representative angela romero said in t- on uh, tuesday night town hall meeting that she's worked on legislation that will require the state crime lab which has been grappling with a backlog to test all rape kits romero says she does not yet know how much it would cost but it's important to run the test not only to investigate that sexual assault but to try to identify serial rapists or tie suspects to other crimes right. lawmakers have already set aside three million dollars to help the 2700 kit backlog for the past few years Woo. state crime Le- director jay henry says the overwhelmed lab won't finish those tests until 2018 so if you did report your sexual assault uh yeah. just wait till 2018 but hey pierce morgan pierce morgan got all the answers you weren't really raped if you don't go to the police so right so you go you go to police you, you know two three years ago you know you still have to wait people act like you go people act like rapists like csi they really act like it's just i filed a rape i get they come back within 24 hours and we go get the killer nah i filed a rape they may or may not test the rape then if they do test the rape um if my kitten shit ain't fucked up uh depending on what evidence they have i may or may not go to trial it just depends uh and then if i go to trial i can't guarantee that i'm going to uh that the person that committed the crime against me will be convicted most people that commit the crime of rape are never convicted ever convicted that's what a lot of people federalize people act like well just go you go okay well, 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 well what's the what's the percentage that the person that committed this crime against me will go to jail it is a very small percentage 
that it would go to jail that it would ever go that it, that you would ever get a trial it's it's a very small percentage that your kid will even be goddamn tested in the first place and then people go well why don't people come out you go well look at that mountain over there you know it's like yeah i'm gonna take your money and call it a day no it doesn't take away what happened to me but at least i get some fucking compensation for the crime that has been committed against my body versus the other way it's nothing and then not not to come out you you're not guaranteed you might get a mistrial you might have to go you know sometimes they'd be like well let's let, let's run it you know let's do it all over again and then um you know sometimes you have witnesses people move people change their names people don't want to testify people's like yeah i was willing to do it when i was 18 but i'm not willing to you know put my name out there you know on your behalf at 35 i got a family i got kids i don't want to be harassed you know because people go well hey you out here for the person that's uh being a victim and you know how it is about our country and victims we give zero fucks about victims it don't matter who the victim is we give zero fucks about victims and then you got pierce morgan going on tv telling motherfuckers that uh you know if you ain't go to court it's it's you're, you're faking you know and i'm sure if you don't win the trial you're also faking you know just whatever man um so uh i guess let's see let's get into some other news guys let's go let's do some fucking with black people guys all right we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game where we go all around the globe and we find different articles that make us feel fucked with as black people and we score them from zero to 100 in intervals of 25 for how much we feel fucked with as black people today's contestants everybody all right let's see what we have in store um diversity in animation karen mm-hmm. okay we need to talk about it i think we agree right yes Mm-hmm. and it's slowly been happening well there was a discussion about it okay i'm reading this from fusion written by isha aran um so obviously it's a notoriously male dominated field of course uh back in the early know, days women, women can't draw you know back in the early days of disney women were outright barred from what the company uh called the creative work in connection with uh preparing the cartoons for the screen and uh, relegated to the ink and paint department uh women are picking up obviously it's getting better in the past few years but only 21 percent of working members of the animation guild um the key union for animated uh, animation artists were women and you hardly need statistics to know the field is heavily white just look at the history of damaging ethnic caricatures that animation is given so the hollywood reporter decided to say hey we need to have a conversation about racial and gender issues in animation and it said they decided uh we should have seven white men discuss it because they know yeah they know they know mm-hmm. they know yeah it happens a lot when people be like let's have a discussion it it's never the people that need, actually need to be there. Let's talk about uh, issues with black people, no white people. Let's talk about issues with women, no women. Let's talk about issues by LGBTQ people. None of them on the board. Everybody is straight, cis, het, male, and female. Mm-mm. Yeah, no, because they really, you really don't want to hear their opinions. 
because mm-hmm. yeah. if you did you would have them on there yeah looking at the hollywood reporter uh looking at the graphic they have for the article is fucking hilarious it's the whitest whiteness oh my god right, it's, it's say, so good I, saying, I put it in the chat yeah because indirectly you're saying we know better we know better about diversity that the fucking diversity is not here yeah it's just when you look at the picture it's like seven white dudes and then the underneath animation round table seth rogan and six more on avoiding ethnic stereotypes and how to break the mold of princesses and you're like y'all yeah y'all didn't think y'all gonna get fucking roasted for not having one female one female which that's sad you shouldn't have to actually demand you got to have one female you should have the whole panel shouldn't have a fucking man on it. it should be all women of different races and backgrounds Mm-hmm. and ethnicities if you really wanted a, a true table because all princesses ain't white because mm-hmm. that's the default all princesses are white females white straight females how do you approach different ethnic and cult- ethnicities and cultures and animation are you conscious of running the risk that some groups could take offense howard you have to be careful just speaking from my own perspectives of zootopia one of the things that i love about animation is that we often ask ourselves why does this have to be an animated film and for us that was great about doing a movie what was great about doing a movie about bias and difficulties between groups is that we didn't have to use human beings to uh you could use different types of animals to be an allegory for what we are experiencing as humans when we first pitched it five years ago we had this predatory prey idea then we did about uh, a year of researching the animals and then in the human sociology as well we started to figure out really quickly that these two groups of animals not getting along was just like our situation of our own world so we really dove into bias and not just bias kind of in your face bias contemporary bias what which is kind of everything around us and then as we were making the film the world started to go crazy with politics and the election that just happened and this weird lineup between what we're doing with the film and what was happening in the world especially in the united states came out and you can't really plan for something like that but when a film ends up being timely and then jennings says sausage party rogan says yeah we knew and mike mitchell says you knew that people wanted to see food having an orgy go ahead go so ahead of your time self so on the cusp uh osborne talking about culture we had a crazy challenge the little prince is a book that's known all over the world it's been translated into 260 different languages and i think that's a big reason why it's been seen as this impossible book to adapt i initially said no because it's crazy how different the book is in different cultures and at different times in people's lives when they read it so we were looking for a way to tap into universal ideas that are there in the book and then luckily the book was able to draw in the talent from all over the world uh that wanted to be involved in the project and we were able to have these different perspectives on why the book resonated with people and has been around 70 years when we took the completed film to different places they said oh the parents they're italian aren't they or in china they will say these are chinese this is a chinese mother everybody was relating so to what was universal about the book and the movie uh muscari talked about uh moana um he says they had a challenge of dealing with this culture that we were really outsiders to in a way i knew something about the south pacific just from a distance reading books set there and seeing paintings by paul Gogwin. i don't know if i pronounced it right um and that sort of thing but after i pitched the idea to john uh the disney animation creative chief i started to read polynesian mythology and i discovered that 
there was this character Mwai, who was bigger than life could pull up islands with his magical fish hook and was a shapeshifter and i was like why has this never been done before so we caught probably because y'all never have anyway uh so we caught you to have some diversity somebody could have <laughs> been like hey y'all know my people because you didn't have nobody you had to actually man you do the research right i'm also weird that he had to read it after he pitched the idea come on anyway so we cobbled together a story of pictures of john and he said this is great but you got to dig deeper do more research so we were forced to go to tahiti and samoa and fiji our development people uh arranged a really deep dive into the culture where it wasn't the tiki bars and that sort of thing we met with anthropologists and archaeologists and linguists and the cultural ambassadors and as we went forward we kept these people involved because we really wanted uh to be faithful to the culture and yet make a movie that hopefully would entertain people around the world but it was an added challenge that we didn't have when we did aladdin our research in aladdin it was during the first gulf war so for our research we went to la convention center and there was a saudi and arabian expo uh osborne that's pretty good on kung fu panda we just googled china that was as far as we could go oh man (laughs) this is not looking good oh man uh Despite all the research, when the first images of Moana were released, you got some criticism for fat shaming Polynesians. Were you surprised? Not entirely. When we discovered, when we designed the character of Moana in these myths, he was described in different ways. In some, he was short. In some, he was squat. Some, he was a leading man. It was an oral culture. Uh, there was nothing written down. He was a pan Pacific demigod. Different versions of him existed. We really wanted to make him superheroic. We felt like if he was going to pull uh, up mountains, he had to look like he could really pull an island with his magical fish hook. He's got to look powerful. So that's what that's what we were going for on our trip. We took pictures of all sorts of people on the islands. We did sketches. So his design was based loosely on some people uh, we had seen on the islands. And then we brought Dwayne Johnson in, and he was going to do the voice. And he said, oh, I like him. He's lovable. Yeah, I like him. Uh, Rogan says, you got to listen to him because uh, I guess it's because he's the rock um so yeah it's just um you then they asked Seth straight up you also got some criticism for some of the ethnic stereotypes in, in Salsa Party like Selma Hayek's Taco did that surprise you no he laughed you know our movie is directly about racial stereotypes and how religion divides us and how beliefs divide us and how we look differently divides us and how we speak different divides us and at the same time as a lover of disney animated movies we took a lot of cues from those type of movies they don't use it uh to the same narrative effect but you look at pixar's cars and the fiat is italian and the vw van is a stoner and the tow truck is a southern guy it's very much part of the animation vernacular so we thought it would if we're going to do an animated movie it's about these things then it seemed like a perfectly organic opportunity to really lean into all those things and not just do them but to really talk about them and confront them as head-on as possible to really make it part of the overall narrative of the movie um so yeah it's just i don't know man it's just interesting the the diversity panel ain't got no diversity on it but ain't that how it always happen yeah and then when you get the diversity panels that had diversity everybody complains about why ain't there no white fucking men and it's like god damn it ain't because it ain't about you yeah you know and i think the idea that you're gonna be able to justify any of this shit um 
it it i mean you can justify it absolutely you can justify it like if you think something's funny or whatever if you if your movie does numbers if whatever but it feels hollow when there's nobody else around that would disagree with you anyway right and it's just all of y'all patting each other on the back like you did a good job i did a good job we all did a good job meanwhile there's people that it's like you could have had the people in there that were complaining you could have the people to because because right it's like when you do a panel like this you get to write out people as haters mm-hmm. and they're not really three-dimensional like the critiques aren't three-dimensional it's just well people didn't like that the body thing they said you were fat shaming oh we weren't fat shaming oh, okay all right next next question you know what or i mean you look at somebody in their face and was like yeah i disagree with you and this is why i'm not some fucking imaginary person i'm not so some quote-unquote Twitter uh a uh, uh, person that you can block and put in the and, and disappear forever i'm a real person looking you on your eye explain to me yeah and i and i absolutely uh i understand that when there's not a lot of diversity in something uh the biggest names at the top are always going to be some white dudes but um you know i kind of blame the hollywood reporter because they did the same thing they do this thing where they um basically they book the biggest white names and then they go where are the black people but it's like this is the cover you did this is the interview you organized this is your panel you chose to do this and then you present it to the world like you're it like uh, isn't it wild that there's no black women and uh going nominated for an oscar well you chose to have a panel with no black people on it you know like you you could have had black women there you could have you know you could have women of color there and done a uh done a completely different panel about the snubs or something but you decided not to because they don't move your papers or yeah. whatever you're trying to sell it's that fake that fake you know diversity shit anyway uh if you're gonna be responsible for hosting the panel i think you should do a better job uh yes. zero to a hundred yes a hundred all right i give it a hundred pen frat struggles with brothers accusation of racism oh and by the way i meant to say and i and i like sausage party i didn't have a problem people call mm-hmm. the movie terrible and shit i thought it was funny mm-hmm. um it's this is you know i'm sure moana's good uh, yeah, i know i know uh zootopia was dope it was so excellent this isn't even a matter of like these people can't possibly make a good film based around these things it's just if you're gonna have a panel and it's about diversity why the fuck are only white people there and then if so um where why isn't maybe a, a brown person leading the questions or something it just seems weird um pen frat struggles with brothers accusation of racism a fraternity at the university of pennsylvania is looking to reconcile internal differences after a member of the chapter posted a flyer on the campus alleging his own brothers treat him in a racist manner the story reported by the daily pennsylvanian uh centers on sigma new fraternity member victor arellano a mexican-american sophomore at the college of arts and scientists last thursday arellano posted flyers on the campus of uh, love sculpture with the heading but we're not a racist frat right the flyer has two columns each comparing sigma news alleged uh, actions towards the brother of color and a white brother uh arellano describes being assaulted after expressing concerns about a white brother's role as fraternity pledge master when he retaliated arellano claims he was called an affirmative action kid and a hood kid mm-hmm. uh, they hit you then uh that's just you know fall in line little brother you hit back see that's why we shouldn't let them brown people in come on the rest of the fly highlights alleged discrepancies in the fraternity's handling of the conflict where Arellano claims he was ordered to attend five sessions of the university council in the psychological services program 
um to address his anger issues you know how you get angry at getting hit uh the fly st- states that the white brother was merely restricted from attending two sigma new events hey bro trevor i'm sorry bro you can't come to the next two parties man that, that's right that's what the next two events mean gotta skip the next two keggers bro sorry you're not gonna be able to look okay we'll make one of them the habitat for humanity thing so that way you don't have to do that community service but i'm telling you bro okay you really pissed them off man okay can't come sorry Vic, victor's pissed man okay you know that hot latin blood am i right bro i, I feel like that was the conversation mm-hmm. um he didn't identify the white brother in the in the um uh, dispute um beyond the acknowledgement of his previous membership of the staff of the daily pennsylvania um contacted thursday pan in fraternity council president david moore told philly voice that ifc supports the involvement of Penn's office of fraternity and sorority life uh which has helped mediate the disagreement moore added he's confident sigma nu will reach a positive outcome and that the ifc will remain a resource for the fraternity so otherwise y'all did nothing okay great mm-hmm. now what does this involve black people care the incident comes about a month after penn's campus was shaken by a cyber attack against black students on campus investigators determined that a group me chat was racially offensive uh with racially offensive language originated from three individuals in oklahoma one of whom had been accepted in the pen before declining to attend the university Penn's administrators have worked to reassure students and restore trust in the wake of this and other incidents over the past few months hmm canaries in the goddamn coal mine anyway zero to a hundred can yeah gotta give it a hundred man um fraternities dog be careful uh let's see how about this florida woman screaming racial slurs aims a gun laser pointer at a black mcdonald's customer oh florida <laughs> i just come in and eat my big mac what's happening mm-hmm uh, according to wjxt uh 47 year old charles daniel said he was going in to uh have lunch at the restaurant on friday isn't his life sad enough guys do you need to be pointing a gun at a person that has to eat mcdonald's for lunch think oh. about it the food gonna kill him eventually give him high cholesterol and high blood pressure yeah what's the point of shooting him with a point of a gun when it's just a matter of time uh so yeah then 55 year old mary oldman began honking at him and re- yelling racial slurs what what was what was the trigger for this a black person hell no <laughs> uh, uh, nigga, jig-a-boo, uh. um she was saying racial slurs this and that but my grandfather didn't raise us that way so i overlooked it daniels told jacksonville uh police daniel said he ignored the suspect but noticed a red dot from a gun's laser point on his shoulder as he ta- walked into the restaurant as i got ready to walk in i saw a red beam on my shoulder i took i took i looked and she had her gun pointed at me two employees working the mcdonald's drive-through also said omen pointed the gun laser pointed at them am i going to be all right and everybody else what about everybody else when she started pointing through the drive-through window daniels explained police later found her stopped at a traffic light the gun she used was inside the vehicle officers drove her back to mcdonald's where she was identified by witnesses omen was charged with aggravated assault with intent to commit a felony mm-hmm. jesus charge her ass that's right eating mcdonald's while black now another dangerous thing we can't do 
zero to a hundred can 100 i gotta give it 100 as well um yeah this is pretty bad pretty bad day Ah! uh teacher asked students to entertain us all with a fun slave song during a lesson on frederick Douglass. oh jesus who thought this was okay one of them fun slave songs huh you guys know how it goes my you know how sometimes you listen to a slave song you be like that's my jam you, you know? know you know how you be listening to a slave song it is oh happy day oh Howard happy day under- that, that's uh, them that's them fun slave songs fire tonight after a controversial assignment some are calling racially insensitive it is the latest example of tension in that school system wjz is live devin bartolotta explains the teacher was not disciplined devin Mary, the Howard County School Superintendent tells our media partner, the Baltimore Sun, that teacher is inexperienced and the assignment outrageous. Making light of black history, that's what one Mount Hebron teacher is accused of, assigning 11th grade students to write songs about slavery, saying, quote, have fun and entertain us all. My insensitivity barometer hit 10. Former school board member Larry Walker says the district lacks guidance on diversity issues, but the teacher should not lose her job. I think this was just a teacher who had a blind spot, and from my investigation, uh, was well-intentioned in the lesson. The teacher in this case was placed on administrative leave, not a disciplinary action, the district says. There's been lots of similar incidents at Hebron towards, like, racism and stuff, and I think that this is just another thing that, like, contributes. Just last week, Oakland Mills High School students walked out over racial tensions in the school. And in February, a racist rant from a Mount Hebron student went viral. Who the f- cares about you some black man? Now, this poorly worded assignment has taken center stage. Other teachers in the past years have done it before, and this is really the only time anybody's gotten in trouble for it. Is this kind of assignment acceptable in this district? So it's never acceptable to offends students or adults and we just want to make sure that that doesn't occur even by accident the district now promising it won't happen again the assignment was removed the teacher was back in the classroom yesterday reporting live tonight Devin Bartolotta WJZ Eyewitness News Devin back in class yesterday Mm -hmm. good good for you guys good for you zero to a hundred can Oh yeah, hundred. Yeah, I'm glad I don't have children. I am. I, I hate to be like that. No, these, these teachers they just don't know any better. I guess you know. Sometimes you just yeah. And, you know, from the way it sounds, the school has a history. You had the students walk out. You had mm-hmm. a sound like you had another student who you know did some viral stuff on Facebook. But you know, we gonna act like you know this shit just don't exist. We we promise. We promise again. Can you do a little bit of soft shoe for us and get up here? <laughs> During this Frederick Douglass meeting, you mind uh, getting up here and play a little bit of spoons? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, all, all you Jewish uh, children, you know, you know y'all good at math. Why don't y'all go? Why don't y'all go up there and, and show us how your parents, you know, uh, uh, have all the money in the financial industries and shit like that? Oh, Indian? Uh, oh, 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 during the Hitler, during the Hitler lesson, yeah, by the way. The, yeah, 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 during we, the Hitler lesson. Yeah, we, we're, we're covering Hitler, and you know, yeah. because we're covering Hitler, and we know that you know y'all had a lot of stuff. You know, go ahead and, and give and give us them them show tunes that your parents sung while they was getting killed in showers. Right, the fuck out of here, man. And then they wonder why the kids walk out and shit. Yeah. 
but you know these kids these these school people they just don't know in arkansas school board members blackface photo lead led to calls for his resignation oh also shout out to the school for not suspending that teacher already back in the classroom because fuck it ted bonner an eastern arkansas school board member is being called to resign by the arkansas naacp and several residents at the photo service of him wearing blackface as a costume for a halloween party while also holding a sign referring to the black lives matter movement now what about this dude even looks black like he's not just quote-unquote black he's dressed as like a fucking sharecropper he's got overalls on and a dirty ass hat uh, he went old school y'all look like shoe polish like so he took he 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 trying he went trying to brown face he literally went like black face he was like nah i'm gonna go to the shoe polish on monday during the belvin school board meeting the naacp and others demanded his resignation bonner however has two years left in his term and he refused to resign according to the ap during the meeting bonner who was white refused to address the question as to why he dressed up in blackface it's embarrassing it's ridiculous and it's hurtful to the people of arkansas not just the people of blevins said state naacp chapter president rizel aaron uh ted bonner has no remorse he is not apologetic bonner claims he was unaware that there was such a thing as blackface and he says he's very sorry guys i don't even know what blackface is I, I how would i how would i know i'm just i don't you know what it's crazy to me too right there's no such thing as racism there's no such thing as racism yeah it's it, i just i'm we're all shocked together on this one guys i'm i'm a stranger to the racism that i just per, perused myself i didn't even know i was doing that i'm appalled what he hit the i didn't even know i could do that i could do that 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 was a thing that just happened guys Mm -hmm. and you know what they probably will serve his last two years either i mean two he don't do them last two no action will be taken against bonner uh so uh yeah no action's gonna be taken against him well there you guys go because you can just put on shoe polish go to a halloween party and still be on the school board i'm sure the black kids on the school board will be just fine guys just absolutely it'll be okay okay that we those black kids that school district are in good hands okay their needs and the sensitivity to them will be well addressed now that this guy's on the case you know when something racial comes up i'm sure he'll understand the nuance of the situation what about this guy being on the board is bad all right last one guys all right um man we just a lot of hundreds today everybody get a hundred you get a hundred you get a hundred mm-hmm. we are fucking up some commas with all these hundreds ah uh, clear we are that are being handed out right now so um uh let me do one more uh here's one uh this one happened in north carolina guys yeah you guys know north carolina that's where where we're from you know Mm -hmm. we love it here um all right let me see if i can get this to play for some reason everything's moving all slow now um okay let me click on one time 
It was a clip that was viewed all over the world during the election. 78-year-old John McGraw punching a protester, Rakeem Jones, as he was being escorted out of a Trump rally in Fayetteville. Later, on Inside Edition, McGraw defended his actions, saying Jones deserved it. But a change of heart today in court. McGraw faced assault and battery charges for the sucker punch. Both McGraw and Jones spoke about the incident in court today. McGraw told the judge his actions were not racially motivated. McGraw also apologized to Jones, saying they're both caught up in a political mess and should work together to heal the country. Jones accepted McGraw's apology, and then the two hugged. I just felt good being able to shake his hand and being able to, you know, being able to actually face him. McGraw was given one year unsupervised probation for his actions. The judge said he's pleased that both gentlemen found a way to peacefully resolve the issue. you wasn't. You said you was faithful, but you a lying ass bitch. That whole exchange was basically this. If an officer stops you, always be polite and never ever run away. Promise mama you'll keep your hands inside. Is it a gun? Is it a knife? Is it a wallet? This is your life. It ain't no secret. It ain't no secret. No secret, my friend. You can get killed just for living in your American skin. Oh. Yeah, that's I, that, that's the first one I ever wanted to give more than a hundred, and I know the rules. <laughs> you, 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 out of your motherfucking mind! I would, uh, you would have caught these hands. I don't give a fuck. I'd have been like, press all the goddamn charges. Fuck you. And it ain't no motherfucking we either, nigga. No, Look, it's we, not. No we, we got caught up in politics. Ain't no we. I didn't eat nobody. how did we get caught up in politics and i didn't hit a single person sorry i know i'm off camera i'm coming back on but 
yeah how do we get caught up in politics i ain't hit you i came and expressed my first amendment rights without touching or putting a hand on damn person up in there i got escorted out by police and you fucking sucker punched me we going to court you facing me in court i ain't hugging you i ain't talking i don't have shit to say to you i didn't do nothing wrong man you you hit the right one bruh you hit the right one i know that much because i'll be like press all the motherfucking charges i guarantee you if the if the races would have been reversed there'd have been no sympathy no empathy and white folks would have been up in flames i don't want to hear this nope i would have hugged him and i would have stomach punched the fuck out of his ass while he couldn't go nowhere uh nope Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, I'm I gonna hug nah. you, nah. Well, nah, we, we just oh no, nah, I hug him. I hug him. I hug him. I put my arm around his shoulder so he can't move, and I would stomach punch that nigga in the stomach like seventeen times. Cause fuck you, leave you in a pile of tears. Gotta be out your motherfucking mind, nigga. Cannot believe. <sighs> yeah. So basically, okay. Okay. I understand as black people we've had a lot of shit done to us and if this brother's prerogative is to forgive then that you know what that's on him it is that's his decision and if he can live with that and if that's what he needs in his life cool but if that judge made him forgive that man fuck that shit you know if he really one of these like black people that they don't want to have that anger in their heart and shit i understand you know i do i do understand like you don't want to live your life that way all the time or and it did happen to you it didn't happen to me i didn't get punched i can only think of how i would handle it you know and maybe uh, however many months later maybe i also too would be like you know what fuck it i don't even care no more i don't know i can't imagine a world like that but maybe i would be i don't know it didn't happen to me i haven't been sucker punched by no racist ass white man um i couldn't see me in court letting him talk about how he ain't racist and he just got caught up i couldn't see it i couldn't see it dog but uh if if that's what you felt you need to do then uh that's what you need to do bro so uh still 100 for me Mm -hmm. still 100 yep yes yeah still 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 100 yep yep but uh yeah i'm definitely fucked with uh we we have to move on to something a little lighter I wanna set you up. Hey, all night. 
all right that's right yes all right can't play that around black women either i'm, I'm that's my jam now it's okay <laughs> it's okay i knew i knew some of these uh crossovers the streams this also one of the acceptable white people love making songs yeah <laughs> this is is my groove right here uh anyway oh and let me actually let me move to the second section now so we'll be right back one second guys just take care of this uh, ahead of time um yeah yeah. i I, I used to remember uh listening to uh wpg power 98 honey and that jam used to come on, huh? That right there, that my jam right there. I used mm-hmm. to play that shit on my tape, my uh, double-sided tape track on repeat. I'm old, y'all, double-sided tape track, but I don't give a damn, and I love that song. Uh, double-sided tape track? What is yeah. that? Double, you know how your tape would go double-sided? You play, and then it would flip on its own and, mm-hmm. and go to the other side. Double-sided. Oh, okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I was, Are you talking about a Walkman? No, I would have like I had like a boom box that would do it on its own. Mm, okay, mm-hmm. it would just flip for yep. you. Okay, yep. I know what you're talking about. Yep, old school. Yeah, old school. That that that. Yeah, and I had I, I you know you had to pay the extra money for the uh, Walkman and flip. So I got the uh, the uh, double sided Walkman and yeah, honey, did, uh, did, that's, uh, did that that song right there still go uh, uh, for a good uh, workout song when you when you when you don't want to uh, run too hard but you want to do that mid pace. Yeah, that's that black woman's jam song. I'm pretty sure that's on the list, ain't it? Probably. Emma Roberts um dons a bright red sweater while picking up cupcakes with her own. <laughs> I'm sorry. White people news is so good. With his own off boyfriend, Evan Peters. I wonder what kind of cupcakes. She made the news for picking up cupcakes, dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Christmas nearly flames. Hmm? I bet it was flame, but cream cheese frosting and everything. I probably didn't have enough seasoning. With Christmas yeah. nearly days away, wearing the color red is quite appropriate. And Emma Roberts was wearing, was getting into the holiday spirit as she donned a bright red sweater, which picked up the, an assortment of sweets from Sprinkles Cupcakes in Beverly Hills, California. The 25-year-old actress was seen with her on-again, off-again boyfriend, Evan Peters, 29, um, catching a ride in his car while wearing the rumored engagement ring on her left ring finger mm. the rumors must be true before jumping in the car the niece of julia roberts okay because i was wondering who the fuck she is I, I don't think i've ever heard of her Emma. i was like is this emma stone nope it's not her um the niece of julia roberts uh showed off her stylish figure in denim flare jeans black booties and matching purse selected by stylist duo brit and Kara elkin her bright blonde locks were pulled into a ponytail as she accessorized in her black Ray-Ban sunglasses, small hoop earrings, and large stoned bobble on her engagement ring. Multiple sources have confirmed to Us Weekly that their engagement is back on as of November 26th, and she has been wearing her ring on the set of Screen Queens. Oh, that's what she's in. Um, the American Horror Story stars were also spied together recently during a shopping trip last week as well as exchanging smooches in new york city oh so they were both on that show i don't watch that show Mm-mm. so that's why i don't know her and with the rap on the second season of screen queens damn they made two seasons of that. Mm-hmm. a lot of people like that show i haven't watched a single second it Me appears either. 
i do notice i don't see niecy nash in the promos no more so now i'm like i'm completely out right uh it appears uh emma uh has more time for the relationship now and the two certainly had a whirlwind of a romance getting engaged in late 2013 after a year and a half of dating calling it off in june 2015 and reuniting in august and later splitting in may of this year now the two have decided to give it another go good luck you white starlets um (laughs) let's see what else we got coming on uh white people news flip or flop star christina l musa's new man revealed and he witnessed Tarek's gun incident oh shit is is that one of the hgtv shows it is one of them hgtv shows Mm -hmm. flip or flop star christina l musa reportedly has a new man in her life days after christina and her husband co-star Tarek released a statement to et explaining that they have been separated since may tmz reports the 33 year old has struck up a relationship with the with the family contractor gary anderson oh gary done slid up in them dms according to the police reports anderson was a witness at the couple's big blow up in may when police showed up to the couple's home upon receiving a call of a possibly suicidal male with a gun damn Tarek allegedly ran from the house with a firearm and dropped the weapons when officers instructed him to do so the reality star told police he had no intention of harming himself but was looking to blow off some steam According to the couple, the incident was a misunderstanding and that Tarek had gone on a hike and took a gun for protection from the mountain lions, bobcats, coyotes, and rattlesnakes. Mm, that's the lie y'all try to tell TV. Mm-hmm. Don't take away our TV show, our mainstream income. Come on. According to TMZ, Gary was the witness who told deputies on the scene that Tarek had a gun. He has reportedly done work for the El Musas in the past. In a separate statement following the announcement of their split, the pair admitted they both dated other people following the separation, but that neither party was ready to announce anything in terms of another relationship. So, what happens with the show then? Does everybody still be on the show? Uh, Yeah, they got them already recorded. Them shit's still coming out. Christina and Tarek tied the knot in 2009, and they shared two children, six-year-old daughter Taylor and one-year-old son Brayden. The former couple have said the decision to take time apart from one another was made in their children's best interest. Recently, Christina was spotted at a mall in Yorba Linda, California, signs her rumored new boyfriend, marking the first sighting of the mother of two since the couple's confirmation that they split. Christina looked subdued, an eyewitness told E.T., keeping her head down and sunglasses on. Check out the video below to hear more. I don't need to hear more i've heard quite enough but uh yeah sounds like their relationship flopped and then yeah. he, he flipped on her even if they're not together they will still make that tv show yeah like somebody say I ain't like the neelys when the neelys uh the split uh that show just that show went away and they and i really like their show a lot they restaurant clothes and everything they just disappeared off the map that's because they had authentic black love Mm-hmm. white people love apparently is just like we can keep doing this show mm-hmm. scott bio files police report accusing rocker's wife of battery over trump support donald trump supporter and actor scott bio bio scott bio filed a police report earlier this week with the ventura county police department in thousand oaks california accusing nancy mack the wife of red hot chili peppers drummer chad smith of battery she looked she whipped his ass for he came over in the house with them trump signs she said what 
<laughs> I ain't one of them fifty three percent of white women. Okay, right. I'm, I'm I'm the other piece, and I'm not here for it. I don't know what you heard, but uh, just because I'm rich, don't mean I side with that bullshit. Ain't that the truth? He ain't grab my pussy, and neither will you. Bio, who was one of the presidents, uh, I mean Bayo, who was one of the president elect's most prominent and fiercest celebrity supporters throughout the 2016 election was attending an event with his daughter in thousand oaks california on saturday where the actor said that matt confronted him about his support for trump and that the confrontation ended with matt getting physical don't let your president elect make you get these hands come on the copy of the report filed monday obtained by cnn claims that hands fist and feet wipe me down were used <laughs> to attack bio bio but list no minor bodily injury captain garo Kirijan, uh the i'm <laughs> oh, sorry that just sounds like a star wars name captain garo Kirijan <laughs> of the first fleet right red leader reporting to captain garo Kirijan. blue leader reporting in sir sir the top fighters all around us we're taking we're taking hits evasive action yeah, that's how that goes. Yeah, Captain Garrow Corrigian would be one of them fish looking ones and shit. Mm-hmm. What are we gonna do? Uh, how are they talk? Ah! <laughs> I think Forrest Whitaker was Captain Garrow Corrigian, is what I'm trying to say. I think he was too. Oh, man. That's my man. Yeah, y'all know what? If if I ever get arrested, it's gonna be because I joined uh, uh, Forrest Whitaker's troop and just was like, hey, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah. Like, if I ever get arrested, y'all, I'm like, y'all know Karen lost it. She just went AWOL. I wish I could do an impression of that, because that was so good. Wouldn't it, though? The flags ran over us. I was like, what? Idiot mean in space. What is going on? Anyway. <laughs> the media relations officers at Ventura County Sheriff's Office confirmed that Bayo filed a report but told CNN in a phone interview they are not disclosing who the suspect is or or it wait suspect or is or any particulars of the case let me tell y'all something uh if she whooped his ass you ain't got to disclose who it was i guarantee you she'll tell you mm-hmm. oh I, I whooped his ass yeah mm, he came up in here talking about some trump i saw him on tv and uh, i said if he comes up in this party i'm gonna put his my motherfucking hands on i'm gonna put my foot dead up his ass and i meant it um so the investigators are looking into the matter now a twitter direct message sent to mac and a request for comments sent to the representative of the red hot chili peppers were not returned friday why would the red hot chili peppers representative be the one to respond uh so he hasn't spoken about it on social media i guess bayo has his lines he don't want to get drugged to hell he retweeted several tweets that his wife renee bayo who claims that she was a witness to the altercation tweeted slamming mac and responded to tmz report for the incident so he retweeted, he retweeted his woman because he didn't want to say nothing oh why she had your back when, she, when you was getting your ass whooped though that's what you need to be retweeting like what was you when i was getting drugged though I ain't want to hit this woman. You supposed to step in and do something. You over here tweeting about it after the fact, like I had your back way back. Uh, back I was uh, like burning in the back of the line. Fuck, fuck hashtags and retweets, nigga. 140 characters in these streets, nigga. I believe was the scholar uh! Sean Carter. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, TMZ reported Thursday that Bayo asked Mac to calm down because his children were present. <laughs> He tried to use the kids as a but my kids are here. Uh she's this Trump's America now, bitch. Fuck these kids. Uh 
uh because the children were present but she persisted to slam his supporter trump and allegedly asked how he could support someone who said grab him by the pussy derogatory comments that were allegedly made uh by mac reference in 2005 at uh hollywood tape that surfaced in october in which trump oh we already know about that i told you i, I told you, you she did was, yeah because them like them, them white women was like that motherfucker will not be grabbing my pussy and if you support him you telling everybody that can touch my shit fuck you i got i got your pussy right here right broken pussy um they had an interview with fox news in october bio defended trump's lewd comments by saying he just talks like a guy first of all i think 11 years ago trump was a democrat so doesn't he deserve a pass i like trump because trump is not a politician he talks like a guy and ladies out there this is what guys talk about when you're not around so if you're offended by it grow up and by the way this is what you guys talk about over white wine when you're have your brunches so take it easy with your phony outrage this is what the world how to, the way the world works is not a big thing that's what he said that's what he said oh yeah yeah you know what uh-huh uh-huh yeah uh-huh oh she was like oh she probably read that right before his ass walking to the room or she read it right before that part and was like oh, okay mm-hmm, i see you i lay my hands she probably walked straight to him she probably was like siri remind me to set up an appointment between scott bale and these hands thank you scheduling for appointment mm-hmm. for scott bale and these hands mm-hmm be uh see send scott bale directions to these hands <laughs> mapping direction to these hands <laughs> siri uh i mean did you say these hands or these hands these hands the second one mm-hmm. uh he also shared a picture of I mac know siri was like the left one the right one or both both <laughs> uh yeah so um t oh wait renee bio claims mac assaulted her husband physically and verbally assaulted their nine-year-old daughter asking her repeatedly if she would like to be grabbed by the pussy hey look y'all voted the nigga in i mean these are questions in trump's america it's just how guys talk uh now she shouldn't have done that but you know what i'm saying it makes a point uh at tmz no hugging she grabbed scott bio hit and shoved shoved him twice put her finger in bb's face and yelled at her vile thing said renee bio um uh bayo i mean at new york photo gal at tmz uh she pointed her finger in our child's face yelling do you want me to grab your pussy learn how to read for a daddy you better get smart girl <laughs> um, oh she came in on full blast <laughs> uh lastly at harvey levin tmz at tmz i have video and uh, how her own sons tell me they refuse to her vow they're used to her vow behavior mm. then she shared a picture of mac that appears to be a screenshot from the video um hey does this look like a same mother lady to you i've blacked out minor children uh okay yeah okay um uh so yeah there you go yeah honey she was like she was like my beyonce didn't win oh hell no i guess it was not a happy day for scott bio mm-hmm. uh, i mean uh it's like 
my brain won't let me say it's rain with respect so it is what it is mm-hmm. uh <laughs> all right let's uh let's get out of this white people news and get into some uh some uh some guess the race guys all right where's my guess the race music i'll go back mm-hmm. and i gotta scroll up here we go now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time that's right it's time for guest the race the number one game show going across all the podcasts and we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today the chat room and karen to guess the race and just as a friendly reminder they are all racist all right a mom dies in a tank of molten chocolate after tumbling in when leaning over to pick up her mobile phone oh shit what's this really wonka what's happening here this is what happens when you tumble uh to get that cell phone mm-hmm. a mom of two has died in a horrible accident after tumbling to a tank of molten chocolate oh you mean the way i wants to die At their funeral, they gonna they gonna eat her. Oh, uh, she's already made of chocolate now. Chocolate covered human. Svetlana Rosalina was at the Moscow fa- factory where she worked when she feared to have dropped her mobile phone, and she leaned in to pick it up. Yeah, you can have my goddamn mobile phone. That's a chocolate covered phone now. Right, some morsel. Right. Come on, somebody gonna bite into a bar and gonna get a piece of a cell phone. I guess so. The 24-year-old was then dragged into a vat of sweet mix and churned up into the metal machinery. She was minced. Only her legs were left, said one local source. Oh, man. Mm -mm. I guess she had to Hershey kiss her ass goodbye. Mm Mm-hmm um another version is that she fell in while emptying a sack of ingredients into the giant mixer the girl was dragged in while she was trying to empty a sack said another local source don't take out safety precautions guarantee you whatever the safety precautions she must she could she didn't follow them guarantee you they say you drop shit in there, you press this big red button and we'll stop it Just don't don't do this bullshit yeah uh, apparently i don't know didn't work mm-hmm the woman who was married to vladimir and the couple uh had two young children aged under five police investigation is under uh way into her horrific death mm. Mm, i couldn't even imagine explaining them to your kids how your how, how your mama died well my my mama died by chocolate death by chocolate literally death by chocolate mm-hmm. i mean well i think they should look into all the causes that could uh could have led to her dying they shouldn't candy bar any uh cause mm-hmm. and they're looking into these uh <laughs> uh a local resident said the young woman died at the confectionery plant in fedort sovo mm. i live here and i can see the plant out of my window at 6 p.m there were uh police cars and a hearse was it a 
Hershey. Mm. <laughs> oh, what was it called? Uh, the next bar, Nestle Human Crunch. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's gonna be called. <laughs> oh man! If only the Three Musketeers could have been there to pull out, you know. <laughs> feel like they would have saved her that was yeah, real instead issue. of Reese's Pieces it's gonna be woman pieces <laughs> um alright so uh people are saying that she dropped her phone in the tank and tried to get it but was dragged in there witnesses say there were only her legs sticking out Mm-mm-mm. uh alright guys Karen you go first guess the race white all right so you think it was white chocolate mm-hmm. let's check the chat room see what they believe i had to scroll up a little bit wait i thought you already got i got it i okay. think i did i was just letting you know you might have to scroll and up. now you know what's in those boxes of mystery chocolates white Aww. swiss miss hot chocolate white uh the cream and the cocoa sampler mix caught them hershey hands white Aww. um <laughs> um let's see finally learned the secret ingredient of nougat white oh i know you get white lady in my child you got white lady in my chocolate you got chocolate in my white lady reese's white pieces (laughs) reese's white pieces uh uh the whole the whole plant snickers white white chocolate mocha couldn't translate that this isn't sweet chocolate white women really want white (laughs) yeah this yeah um will her family get 100 grand white (laughs) i don't think they're gonna get a payday you know what i'm saying they might mess around and get zero if you know what i'm saying so i I can't see that happening all right (laughs) I know they think they're gonna get mounds of money, but uh, <laughs> but uh I know I know y'all hate all these puns, but I'm gonna enjoy them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, that's why my mounds balls was kind of thick. Mm-hmm. She is white. Mm-mm-mm. people are gonna go back and listen to this podcast for all the cadbury easter eggs <laughs> some of these jokes someone said she can't help her butterfingers oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man anyway <laughs> anyway guys uh oh wait did y'all want to see her i should probably put a yes. picture on <laughs> it'd be funny if i would have just put a picture of a chocolate covered like doll or something but no nah, i'm gonna put a real picture <laughs> up, guys. yeah yep this her that's her wedding photo man sad only 24 years old oh i know now nah, husband gonna be all toberone by himself right she didn't get no golden ticket Mm-mm. Mm-mm. that's her with a gun she must have liked to shoot mm-hmm. so there you go 
sad that uh sad that it had to happen mm-hmm. but uh you know she couldn't help that sweetness time to candy wrap this story up and move to the next one. Oh lord mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh how about this one um and don't forget these uh horrible puns about this person dying are brought to you by bevel bevel is the first and only shaving system designed specifically for people with coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bars check out getbevel.com slash tbgwt and you get your first month free at getbevel.com um it's almost christmas man like you really cutting it close uh i know i got my box yesterday i was looking at it and it was like mm. i mean it honestly if you after you open the box that it's in it literally comes in bevel wrapping paper i could not like it, mm-hmm. it, it there can't be a better Mm-mm. lazier gift for you yeah. to get somebody I and look that. like the fucking queen okay? i gave that to my uncle and yep I, all i did was pull the box out of the box and was like here you go so y'all need to get in on this man get bevel.com g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l.com slash t-b-g-w-t all right back to the sis to the guess the race um uh shocking footage shows the moment a cook county jail detainee punched a female officer while he was in his cell after it was discovered that he was using a laptop to film a talk show what jimmy smith 41 has been detained for more than seven years inside the illinois jail as he is awaiting disposition for numerous charges including attempted murder aggravated kidnapping aggravated criminal sexual assault and two counts of contraband in a penal institution according to a news release uh from the cook county sheriff's office surveillance video and an investigation revealed that the december on december 5th smith punched a female correctional lieutenant in the face inside the division nine jail the vicious attack occurred as officers were trying to remove a contraband laptop that smith had in his possession footage of the incident shows the female officer trying to speak with smith who was taking the laptop apart in an attempt to destroy it then as the female officer approaches smith to take the electronic device away smith can be seen punching her directly in the face as the other officers immediately rush and detain him uh smith was granted access to the laptop because he was preparing his defense since he will be representing himself in an upcoming trial Oh, that's how you get a laptop in there hmm. now officials are investigating how smith not only obtained a laptop in his cell but was able to keep it uh authorities say that multiple videos were found on the laptop that show smith trying to host a show called my backs against the wall in one video that he shared online on the show you can be seen eating some noodles in a bowl tune in tomorrow for oatmeal cream pies yeah this yeah no this sounds like some blog talk i bet you i bet you was hosting a blog talk um, maybe maybe uh is this a clip of his show there on here let me see hello this is jimmy smith welcome to this episode of my back against the wall coming to you live from a crook county jail billion dollars teacher pension funding bill he really is eating oodles and noodles. Holy shit, he really was eating oodles and noodles on that. And you know, that's golden food. Golden food? Yeah, that's top notch. Didn't we read the thing about the oodles and noodles and how the yeah. oodles and noodles, you know, that, that that's, you know. I know Havoc or Prodigy, one of them niggas from Mile Deep came out with a cookbook for shit like this. Mm-hmm 
authorities say since he's been held in custody he has racked up a litany of additional charges including attempted murder aggravated battery a deadly weapon uh possession of contraband in a penal institution all related to the 2014 incident where he attacked his public defender oh oh <clears throat> no wonder why he's doing himself now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he also had numerous lewd pictures of him in various settings within the jail what top bunk bottom bunk i don't know let last year he he was on the exercise court what do i mean what are these various places and why were they lose was it his dick out or something uh, apparently so i'm assuming your dick because for dudes you know that's the only thing that's considered lewd on you nah your butt too i mean your butt too yeah last year he's like here's me spreading my cheeks on the chair on the stairs <laughs> last week he met with an undercover officer and expressed interest in having a prosecutor and judge involved in his current case murdered at the authorities charging with solicitation of murder smith's new next court date is scheduled for december the 21st guess the race of um jimmy smith that nigga black karen's going with black for jimmy smith uh let's check the chat room and see what you guys believe his uh his race is let's see here um uh okay it's down here all right um <clears throat> welcome to the mont the mont jail show black <laughs> black keeping up with the contraband black Aww. the black guy who tips niggas over tommy lauren producer white black uh and he's not dead got that privilege white white my baby mama put money on my books for these noodles black the correct answer is and most of you guys guessed black and you were right some of you guys went with white though and you get booed for that uh so oh let me show y'all what he looked like um which one is he because we see what you see right now he's the black dude in the top left corner okay that's what it looked like this is also him eating noodles right here oh if you guys wanna um that was him on his tv show me mugging and eating the the noodles um wow yeah yeah welcome to my backs against the wall as he liked to call it um nigga was like i'm gonna start a podcast in jail ah yes live from cook county jail anybody can do it like nobody would have ever found me i'm announcing my location cook county jail right i'll make it easy for you to hunt me here's my inmate Uh, number welcome to this episode of my back against the wall coming to you live from cook county jail Look at his face right here. What? Like, what he did he got, think? He got a microwave in there and everything. Yeah. He had the luxury suite. Then he thought he was Iron Man in jail. Yeah, all the technology. TV. Yeah, he did. Laptop. He was doing pretty good for himself. I claim he was. No wonder why he was mad. Mm-hmm uh all right last one guys Mm, let's go to the bonus round 
Amit. Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points, double the race, and the bonus round to guess the race. So far, we're all over the place. But let's see how we finish because we plan on finishing strong. Karen, you two for two right now. Who that's good? Somebody have a good point. You think he had a Twitter account? Uh, probably. I mean, if he had, so yeah, definitely probably. I mean, how was he spreading the find, word? Find me on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic. Check out my YouTube page. My yes. back's against the wall. How, how was he? How was he paying to kick the services up? Right. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Welcome to another episode. No. Uh, a karaoke bar owner shoots his ex-wife in front of customers during an argument at a private late night session. Well, shit. A man was arrested and charged with uh, shooting with his ex-wife in a karaoke bar in Orlando. Tu Kwok Ho, 43, was charged with attempted second-degree murder with a firearm, aggravated battery with a firearm, tampering with evidence, and domestic violence battery after allegedly shooting his ex-wife inside of the bar. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I guess all eyes on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, close the bar when you see two quack. Uh, police said the pair owned. <laughs> police said they the pair owned Tonk Tao Karaoke Bar uh, together and got into a fight about the business shortly after midnight on Friday. Apparently, apparently during a private party, the woman whose name hasn't been released and her ex husband said her ex husband punched her in the head, then left the premises and returned with a gun. She was shot four times in the chest but survived and was rushed to Orlando. Ooh. I know. Medical Center uh, reported to the outlet. Uh, her condition isn't known at the time. She's expected to survive, reported to Orlando Sentinel. She was also shot in the arm. Police say Ho denied being responsible for the, the shooting. So, what? Everybody saw that Ho? I mean, you did it in front of people, dog. Right. Some witnesses said things uh seemed fine but then a man in a hooded jacket walked in and began firing other witnesses apparently refused to cooperate and claimed they didn't see anything happen because mm. they're like they don't want them problems yeah i guess if a motherfucker don't nobody want it with two quack you hit them up you probably was walking in like don't one of y'all motherfuckers got sickle cell oh uh two quack ho guess the rice can oh korean descent okay karen's going with a korean descent let's see what you racist sons of bitches have come up with uh for your own guesses um let's see uh luke cage black uh asian love you long time asian oh oh that's some old school racism right there ho stay being a ho asian asian vietnamese um he shot Ling Ling in the face, Asian. Oh. Pimps up, hose down, Asian. Ah! God damn it. Asian, luckily for the ex with a stormtrooper aim, Asian. Um, these hoes ain't loyal, Asian. <laughs> Karate chop didn't work the first time, Asian. The correct answer is, uh, Asian, of course. Uh, alright, the correct answer is, Asian. You guys all got it right. I guess two quack was uh screaming on that thug life oh mm-hmm 
Yep. Oh, somebody said, pull your strap on too, Quack. You better kill him. Mm hmm. Oh. Yep. You probably was, uh, uh, I just hope she can keep her head up in, in hospital, you know? Um, did this picture show up yet? Yes. Oh, okay. Cool. There you guys. Oh, neck tattoo. Mmm. Dead giveaway. Dead giveaway. He probably got Thug Life tattoo on his, uh, belly too. Mm-hmm. Come with me. Mm-hmm. He wasn't the one to fuck with. That's why people was like, I ain't see shit. Yep. They probably, I shot it, it's probably like, I ain't mad at you. I wonder if heaven got a, got a ghetto for him. That's a good question. Hopefully it's got a prison. Cause that's really the, the real question. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> last, uh, segment. stabbing um florida damn florida what happened today you were doing so good <laughs> everything was going fine and it just it all fell apart in the last couple couple uh stories huh i was rooting for you we were all rooting for you how dare you <clears throat> uh woman has been arrested um because she injured her husband with a sword a woman is in jail tonight oh. after deputies say she attacked her husband with a sword thanks white man action news jack's deanna Betnesh is live from the clay county sheriff's office and deanna you learned this started as an argument and police say that Brandy Ober, uh, Ober, uh, I'm sorry, Brandy said, they said Brandy took a, a wrench and threw it at her husband, hit her husband in the right thigh, then grabbed a sword and started swinging. Brandy Oberdeck is behind bars in Clay County tonight. This police report states she and her husband got into a fight about drugs and their relationship. And it didn't take long before things got violent inside this Middleburg home. The report states after Oberdeck threw a wrench at her husband, he picked up a sword and started to cause damage to the property with the sword. After he dropped it, police say Oberdeck picked it up and began swinging, hitting her husband in the stomach, forearms, and right side. I went to the home. People were inside but didn't answer the door, so I left my card. I also tried other neighbors to see if they heard or saw anything. They didn't want to talk on camera. I did talk to a woman who claimed to be Oberdeck's mom. She says she thinks the sword is her son-in-law's family heirloom. And the mother says the two are separated for now. Reporting live in Clay County, Deanna Betanesi, CBS 47, Action News Jax. Family heirloom ain't nothing but a weapon in waiting. Oh Lord. Mm-hmm. Family heirloom came between family on this case. All right, guys. We'll be back tomorrow. Thank you so much for uh listening to the show. Mm-hmm. Um and uh yeah. We'll, we'll see you guys for a full slate of Christmas activities. Until next time, I love you. I love you too. Mwah. <laughs> <laughs>